a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscerned. Hey, it's the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. Welcome. Willkommen. Uh, is that is that uh, German for welcome, Nicole? I, I don't know. I took French. Here's what we're doing on the show today. Uh, we're working through your money questions. So just dial. No, nah, you can't call us. Just email <laughs> us. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. That's ask or ask. We should do ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. I like that. Too, for those that choose that pronunciation, which I, <laughs> which I often do. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Uh, or you can uh, ask a question on Twitter. But you got how many characters do you have now? 280 characters to get that done? 280. I think that's right. Yeah, you got a lot of characters now. Because uh, here at Pete the Planner, we've got your money questions answered. Ooh, like that, that? Was ni- that was nice. Felt good. My voice is a little off still. I'm still trying to just beat the situation. Uh, Nicole, this uh, so we got a couple big emails. Like we're going to spend some time on these big emails today. Uh, I, I really like them. But since my voice sounds like uh, like a shredder, ooh, shredding triscuits. I, I think you're being a little hard on yourself. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It hurts. So how about you read uh, okay. the question? This first one is from a lady. Uh, we won't give her name. No. We should you give people's names? I don't know. What do professionals do? Oh, you, this, I told you this. This is our 10th year of broadcasting. Yes. Should I know these things? Ooh. Uh, Go ahead and read the email. Okay. Hi, Pete. I love the show. Oh, wait. So you're doing a voice. Like, are you, this is her. This, this is, is not her. you yeah. just talking no, to no, me no, right no. now. I was like, that's weird. You're on the show. Awkward. Okay. So start wow. the email. Okay. Sorry. So this is the start of the email. Hi, Pete. I love the show. Thank you. Oh, sweetie. I'm working my way through old episodes, and I just calculated my power percentage at 60%. Okay, first of all, let's stop there. That's nearly impossible. Yeah. Having a power percentage at 60%. So she either does or she doesn't know how to calculate power percentage. For those that don't know, episode 120 of the podcast is the, the perfect solution. It's 30 minutes of telling you how to do it. Power percentage, anything above 35 is great. And I think it actually caps out at 65%, but it's because you pay taxes. 60, I, I I don't know if I've ever seen a 60. I'm at, four, what am I at, 47, what am I at? 47 or like 50 after bonus. 60 is impossible, but go ahead. Anyways. No. <laughs> you told me I'm amazing, hmm. but I'm still concerned. The majority of our money is going down, is going, is going to debt to pay down, mm-hmm. but I'm worried about retirement and college savings. All the details are below, but it's lengthy. If this would be better suited for a podcast episode, I'm cool with that. No, we're just going to make it a radio episode and subtract you. Ha ha. No, sorry, go ahead. Continue. We are spending over $3,100 per month towards getting out of debt. Lots of bad decisions in the past. We currently have about $158,000 in debt, not including our mortgage. Oh, not including the mortgage. This debt is comprised of a home equity loan, student loans, and one auto loan. We started kicking butt in 2016 and have paid off about $27,000 of debt in the past nine months. Can we say butt on the radio? I just did. Would you prefer I say butt? I don't know. I'm going to have to sign a form now. Dupa? I'll go Polish on it. Now I have to Google things. (laughs) Keep going. Um, Okay. We are in a great plan to have our debt paid off, including the mortgage, by December 2021. However, we are not putting anything away from my son's college, and I'm not sure if I'm on track for the retirement we want to have. 
My son is only two, but I know the oldest money is the best money. We opened a 529 for him with $500, but I have no plans to start funding it further until 2022 when our debt is cleared. This reminds me of that Eminem song where reading the <laughs> fan letter. Yes. You know, I don't know why. Oh, I'm sorry. It. Keep going. No, that was great. I kind of like this where you read and I just quip. Thanks. I kind of like reading out loud. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm not sure if this is wise, but I also know you advocate taking care of our own retirement first. Yes. I currently have about $128,000 in my company-sponsored profit-sharing plan, and I have about I have an IRA with a roughly $130 in it. Whoa. Oof. I stopped contributing to my IRA when we got serious about debt pay, pay down because I felt confident that my employer-provided savings was more than enough. Last year, the company put in close to 30% of my gross income. I know the contributions now are well beyond the recommended savings rate, but I'm concerned about making up for lost time. I'm 41 and had no retirement savings prior to age 30. The percentage that my company puts into my retirement is variable each year based on the company performance and has not always been this high. My husband and I are obviously very focused on getting out of debt, but I just want to get some reassurance. Are we doing the right thing or do we need to split up our focus somewhat? Do I need to be contributing more to my retirement in order to make up for lost time? What about college savings? Is it okay to start when he's oh, five? Geez, or I'm will overwhelmed. We regret no. it waiting. Our main reason for having such a singular focus slash deadline is so that we are able to move into our forever home, quote unquote, and get into a good school district for my son when he starts kindergarten or first grade in 2022. When we bought our current home, children were not in the plans. He's changed everything for us in a good way. Oh, Aww, I love it. Our goal is to finish debt pay down in 2021, save for a down payment and move in 2022. At that point, we'll have all sorts of money freed up to contribute more to our savings goals. I would love to get your advice on our situation. We feel so out of control. Now that we got our act together and have a good plan, I can't help doubting if we are doing the best thing for our future overall. If you need more details to make an accurate assumption, I'd be happy to provide them. Thank you for your time and all that you do. Your podcast has helped me save so much over the past few months. And that's all we have time for this week on the <laughs> Pete the Planner Show. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Nicole, for your reading. Oh, you're so if welcome. If you're just tuning in, uh, I'm saving my voice and having Nicole read the emails this week. Excellent reading, Nicole. Oh, thank you. Um, I would have pronounced one of the words. I'm just kidding. Okay. So I think I like her focus. Like I feel I, I like her energy to want to do it. She's like fired up and ready to go. Yeah. Because that's what we've seen most more times than not is people just have no idea where to focus. And so they could be doing well financially. Yeah. But they, but they don't know where to focus. And she realizes she needs to focus and she does have a little bit of a split focus going on. I can say this and 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 this is where I don't make it a point to disagree with, with, I don't even say my competitors or other people within the industry that say different things. But, you know, f for instance, you know, Dave Ramsey, who's in the financial business, uh, whatever we do, um, he always talks about getting rid of your mortgage, like all your debt and debt free and you scream and you cut things. And, um, it's great. Like I'm a, I'm a big, I don't want to, uh, you know, agreed. Yeah. What do I want to trivialize that? <laughs> but I do think this person to pay down their mortgage aggressively when they're behind the retirement eight balls, it makes no sense to me yeah. whatsoever. No. Mathematically, it makes a lot more sense to get out of the consumer debt, the non-housing debt that they have. Mm -hmm. and, and, and by the way, uh, while that's happening to save for, uh, towards retirement. But then when, that, when that's done, when that consumer debt is done, then aggressively hit retirement and then just let the mortgage take care of itself. But here's what I'm trying to figure out. I wonder if they have a 15-year mortgage. And that's part of it. We are planning to have out our debt by December 2021. No, 
they're totally, they're trying to pay more. Don't you think so? Yeah, I really, because the way it's sounding, there's no way that it could be a 30 year. I agree. Because the kid wasn't in their plans. Do you think you just go up to the kids sometimes when they're bad, when they're bad and you'd be like, <laughs> you weren't in our plans. <laughs> Do you think that's what happens? <laughs> like when he's asleep and yeah. something's gone wrong or like they're frustrated with something. Or just like what you do is in the morning, you got a cup of coffee and the kid's just screaming. You go up and you just take a, a nice sip of coffee. You go, yeah, you weren't even in our place. Yeah, you weren't even supposed to. This wasn't. But I know what she means. I mean, the, the, you know, I know what she means. Right. We're just, we're just, you know, here's the thing. Um, not getting started till 30 years old towards retirement savings, as we've often talked on the show, is a, a huge nightmare. Yeah. Because it's those from 22 to 30, those are the years that actually matter. Mm -hmm. Those are the most important years. And I think that's one of the, the great tragedies of, of people not knowing what the heck they're doing is that they assume, well, they'll make up for later somehow, some way. And you can never make up from 22 to 30. That's why, Nicole, I, you know, I harp on you so much. To because crank I'm, up the retirement savings. Yeah, because I'm in such a good situation for being almost 24 and know, to have what I in. do. Yeah, rub it in with the age there. I am. So I don't know. I mean, clearly <laughs> behind the, the eight ball. Um, here's the other thing. I think when people have this sort of nervous energy, and I don't mean that in, in a pejorative way, I'm going to cough. Is the cough button ordered yet? Uh, back order. Oh, <clears throat> this is what happens. I have cough drops in my pocket. By the way, if you're watching on PeterPlanner.tv, I assure you I'm reaching into my pocket. It sure looks yeah. different on the camera. Um, what do you, I think this is what happens, that people, uh, they get so much nervous energy that they almost, they hope they have enough energy to fight through whatever they're dealing with. Yeah, I agree. I, I like her plan. You know, it is to have 158000 in consumer debt. You wonder how much their car has something to do with. I bet you it was a $30,000 plus car. Yes, I completely agree. For them to have to take out that kind, like to take out an auto loan that they're still working with like that. I don't understand buying a car, borrowing more than $30,000 for a car. Can we talk about this for a second? Yeah, please. I get buying a car, a nice car, and I get buying a, a car you know, with, with zero interest, <laughs> but buying a car that you're paying interest on and paying more than $30,000 for the car makes no sense to me whatsoever. No. Because a lot of, like, clearly if you have to finance all that, you can't really, you can't really afford it, No. but you're allowed to buy it. Like just buy a car that's in the teens or low twenties. Oh my God. I told you how much they said that I would be when I went to go buy a car? How yeah. much they? You, I told you how much they said, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What does it tell us to the audience? Because they don't like listen back. Twenty-five thousand dollars. They yeah. said that I could. That I could buy. That's a bad idea. That's a, no. We're not going to do that. Okay. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. I'm going to rest my voice. I'm going to drink from the boss cup. Enjoy your cough drop. Enjoy my cough drop. I wish it was a Sucrets, if I'm being honest. I love it. It's a CVS brand honey lemon thing. Oh, you're a honey lemon kind of guy. All right, coming up after the break, uh, we'll continue on this idea of when you when you got nervous energy, you don't know what to do with it. Like, how much sacrifice is too much? Like, what's the line? Like, how do you stay focused when you're like, you know, revved up, ready to go, but you're just terrified that you're going to get off track? We'll talk about that and more next on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm the aforementioned fella.
Stop what you're doing. Log on. And hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Primo B, man. Never question the right of any man. The voice his opinion is strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflaged by the scenery, but I'm a champion. Back on the Pete the Planner show, the I wish Sucrets was a sponsor edition of the show. Do you like that? I like that. Did we answer that lady's question in the last segment? I don't know. I don't think we did. Oh, here's my answer. Get rid of the consumer debt. And then crank up retirement savings a ton. Don't turn your focus to your mortgage. Look, I'm not trying to say you have to choose between one financial expert and another. But given that I'm, I'm pretty good at math <laughs> and that you need your retirement money to grow uh, sooner rather than later, do not, when you're in your 30s and 40s, do not aggressively pay down your mortgage or 20s. Don't do it. Doesn't make sense. However, if you have a 15-year mortgage, just pay it naturally. If you have a 30-year mortgage, don't pay it aggressively. Instead, pay what you're paying and then uh, put money in the market or, or invest for the future and then go back and just make sure your, market, uh, your mortgage is paid off by the time you retire. Is that fair, Nicole? Yeah, I think it's fair. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the bigger issue for her, I thought, was trying to stay focused. Yeah. Right? You got so much energy. And we saw this, you know, recently where, where people are like, they don't even know what to do. They just know they want to change. Yeah. I would, I would say it's akin to walking into like a lifetime fitness and be like, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready to go. What do I do? And you go in and you don't have a train or anything. You walk upstairs and you see people uh, sweating and a, and, a, and a pumping and it's <laughs> lifetime fitness and you, uh, you don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. Cause you're like, well, I'm going to go on this machine and I'm going to do this. And he does nothing cause you have no idea what you're doing. No idea. We need focus. Need a plan. So here's what I would recommend. Anytime that you've got a situation in which you're excited to go, but you have absolutely no focus other than you, you want things to be better. From a financial perspective, you have to determine what is actually hurting you other than an overall apathy. Uh, for some people, what is hurting them is consumer debt. It's requiring uh, them to pay a significant portion of their income to carry that debt on a regular basis. And, and then that, that is what it hurt. It hurts them for other people who don't have debt, but have no savings. What is hurting them is a lack of savings. And that lack of savings is, is what is putting you at risk every single day. It's putting you at the risk of going into credit card debt or, or not being able to pay your bill. So I would start there now, Nicole, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. Not about your life, but oh. <laughs> do I can put, no, you know, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you see a lot of people come through here via email and things. Yeah. And you see this energy, like the, our last emailer had. Her situation is clearly a debt situation. She is behind the eight ball in terms of retirement, but what fixes her life is getting rid of that consumer debt. Yeah. Do you think most problems we see are more, I have debt or I have no savings? Oh, what a good question. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, I'm... now it's time for a break. Thank you. <laughs> I told her I was going to put you know. on the spot. I think right now it's more the problem of how much debt they have. I think so too. Well, I think most people who have debt or the most things we get, we get people with debt. 
Yeah. Right. We get a lot of overachievers who just want us to tell, take their good situation and make it a little bit better. But I, I think, I think debt ends up being the the issue most of the times. And so what happens is people get frustrated because they have no retirement savings. Yeah. They have no emergency fund. They got a bunch of debt, and those are three major things that can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Um, that's why we we want people to eliminate one debt at a time because then you at least can get to a zero balance and move on and that's why we prefer the lowest balance method uh, to pay down debts where you pay minimum payments on your debts except the lowest balance method or lowest balance and you pay all the extra money yes towards that particular debt that's what concerns us nicole that's what concerns us what do you do when like uh you know what what do you do in your own life financially where uh, you've got one thing you're working on. Like right now, there's one, there's some things you got to do, a lot yeah. of things you got to do, but there's one thing you're working on. How, how do you keep focused on that one thing? Do you like run a note card and put it in your dashboard? Like, what do you do? Like, for me, it's a, I have a note in my calendar every time I get paid right now. My, I'm really fortunate. My parents were really generous and have lent, lent me some money. And that's my main focus right now is not only to pay down my student loan debt, but also to pay down the debt to my parents. So does it mean the, the debt to your parents is a number one? Yes, that is number one. That is my main focus. That is what gets funded, if you will, ev- after every single paycheck. That's my main focus right now. And I set a calendar reminder on my Google calendar for work. And then I also write it down on the cal- on the desk calendars that I then hang on my wall. So I see it. I'm not asking the date, but is there? do you have a general idea of when it'll be paid off? I would like to have it by the end of the year. Okay. And so what you do, and by making that your focus, is you give yourself permission to not worry about the other things going on in your life that need funded. Yeah. Like, I'm not contributing as much as I would like to right now to a savings account. But at the same time, I've got money that I need in an emergency fund. Right. So there's nothing that I'm not necessarily saving for in a short term. So I'm contributing to my long term for my 401k. I've got money in an emergency fund. So the fact that I'm paying down debt, that I soon no longer have to worry about my parents, them not necessarily needing the money, but me being able to repay them for that. That's my main focus. See, right I now. think this is all. This conversation is the beginning of self-control. Not not for you specifically, but for, for people who are going through this situation where you're you're controlling your mind so you don't let it go into five different areas that are all stressing you out. Yes. You just say, okay, look, I, I have some stress. I have some things that getting taken care of to get get taken care of. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well talking today, aren't I? You know, we had a live event today. We had a live event. Isn't every day a live event? I feel it, yeah. Here I, it is. Well, I'm saying like at any point, <laughs> if there's an event and you're live. Touche. You're getting deep today. I don't know. I think I'm sick. Um, but so, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to create self-control. I'm obsessed with this idea that so many people are concerned with all these different things in their financial lives, yet the only thing they can actually control is themselves, yet that gets the least amount of focus. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's I know. so true. Like, I mean, I mean, think about from the simplest, like I'm going to go a fitness analogy or a food analogy. Let's say, Nicole, you resolve to not eat unhealthy foods for seven days. Okay. And yeah. you can define that however you want. Beer, pizza, tacos, oh. whatever. Everything that's delicious. Everything is delicious. Think how hard <laughs> it is to do that in seven days. Yeah, no way. And it's just self-control for seven days. Anyway, we got to take a break. Uh, coming up over the break, uh, Nicole's going to read another email. 
I'm just going to listen and quip. Woohoo! And we'll answer that question. All that is next on the Pete Paree Secrets edition of the Pete the Planner Show. I am Pete the Planner. Rusty Redenbacher, ATFU, Naptown, yeah. Yeah, y'all ain't hip yet. Cashing in like the end of the game at the casino. I lean so the glare of the rearview don't hit me. Swiftly through the avenues and boulevards. Old soul playing on my speakers. Old soul but young and age of all player. Not from the Himalayas, but my fam gave me Gary Indiana. All right, you're back on the Pete the Planner show. Your voice sounds good. About to hit the West Coast for a week. So I'll be sweaty. You know, I'm excited, Nicole, to not be freezing cold. I'm really jealous. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Um, you're Oh, but you don't get to do that next week. Nope. Man, I got uh, 34 more days. Oh, I haven't sent you this email, so I'm going to have to read this one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll do it, but I'll use your voice. I'm really intrigued to hear how this goes. Hey, PTP team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to do a voice. Hi, PTP team. I'm sorry. I write in frequently to be on the podcast. Hoping I'll get picked because we need Pete's help. Oh, geez. My husband and I are both 30 years old and expecting our first child next month. We've been married for five and a half years and have been living off of one salary during that time while saving the other. We're always, we've always done this with plans for one of us to stay home with children once they came along. And now they're coming along. I added that part. Did, could you tell? No, not at all. Now that the moment is upon us, it's terrifying exclamation point. Oh, you have no idea. You, yeah. Uh, we're addicted to saving and having a hard time wrapping our heads around how the loss of the second salary will affect our long-term financial goals. We've planned for this, and now suddenly it's hard to take the leap. Exclamation point. We're looking at purchasing life insurance for the first time, and I'll be launching a part-time career in real estate after my maternity leave. We also need to figure out how to save in a 529 for a future child. Additionally, we'll likely outgrow our two-bedroom house in the next couple of years as well. Happy to provide additional information. I don't need additional information. I know everything I need to know. I will tell you this, though. On live television this morning, I may have angered an entire industry, Nicole. Wait, what? How? I didn't mean to. It was just a joke. You know, I haven't really had to make a public apology yet in my career. Today was, it wasn't that close, but... I was talking about uh, interest rates and how they affect the uh, the housing market. Yeah. And I prefaced my segment by saying, I'm going to give you some financial information, but I'm not a realtor. But you already knew that because my picture is not on my business card. <laughs> and apparently that's offensive. <laughs> I didn't like it. Why do realtors have their pictures on everywhere. their business card? They're like, everywhere. And I've heard, I've been part of this argument before. People are like, well, you, you're branding yourself. And I'm like, Everyone's branding themselves. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't care what you look like. I, no, and I know I'm going to make your some name. people mad. But when people put pictures on their resumes. I don't know. That's I, I, almost I, just as bad. Is it? I, yeah. Why? Why? Why is it bad? What if you're really attractive? Like, if, let's say I was really attractive. Like, if you got really good what, looking. Can you imagine if I got really good looking and I applied for a job? 
I would put my picture. I mean, but like, is that all you have going for you then? Is that you're really good looking? Is that why you'd put a picture? Well, yeah, I have nothing else going for me. So I assume if I got good looking, the <laughs> only thing I'd have going for me is I'm good looking. <laughs> I, we should probably answer this. Email. What a wormhole. Okay. So first of all, I, I know people like this, the, this lady, yeah. this email. Like I totally know people like this. I feel like we all do. Um, I'm going to say relax and enjoy the moment. Like you, you put yourself in this position. You, you, you are addicted to saving money. And by the way, Nicole, I hope, uh, I hope someday you get so addicted to saving money that you don't want to do anything, but then I hope you get over it and do something. See, that's one thing is I'm like in a really good middle ground right sure. now is because I want to save money and it slowly eats away at me that I can't save as much as I want to right now. Yeah. But also it's, I like live music festivals. So, so you know, I feel it. So Mrs. Planner and I saved a bunch of money here in the last couple of years. Yeah. Right. Just you're going to, you're going to buy a car. Well, it would, that's a different issue. <laughs> so we saved up a bunch of money. And one of the things that we saved up money for is so we could have the house painted, the interior of the house. Now, I know a lot of people say, just paint it yourself and, and quit being that way. Not the point of the conversation. So now it's on us, right? Like we're yeah. about to spend, I don't know, four or $5,000 to paint the house. That's saved a, up for it. We have it. We've uh, got plenty of money set aside. But that's pretty good too, to get your house painted. That's pretty good. It's been 10 years. Good for you and guys. So, but, but here's the problem. It is upon us. And now I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I don't do we really need it. We, we, do we look, I can, we could just squint and the walls <laughs> would look fine. You were me before I put the down payment on my car. I was like, ah, how bad is it really? I know. It's not that we're being cheap. It's just like you, you get that money set aside and right. then you don't want to use the money for what it's for. It feels so good. I even had like, I purposely set money aside from my year end bonus yeah. to use for one of the tickets to the music festivals yeah. that we're going to. Did it hurt to use yes, it? Yes. Even though it was specifically designated for that. See, I'll say that's also why we keep our savings at a bank separate from our checking account. Because when we go make withdrawals from our savings account, we withdraw cash. Yeah. And so when you walk out of the bank with the cash, I'm not telling you which one, cause I want to come to steal my cash cause I can't defend myself. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a tickle fighter. I was going to say, I, yeah, I've met you. Yeah. Well, that sounds creepy. Wait, oh. I have never tickled you. Yeah, no. No, you know what I mean? Like that, the yeah. timing of the talking yeah, got no, weird. it got weird. A sincere, my bad. <sighs> I got uncomfortable. I and then I drink out of the boss cup after you said that. <laughs> it's just getting really awkward. Can people tell that we've just... I don't know. It's been a long day. It's been a long, long day. Long week. A long week and it's not even close to being over. And it's... Been three days. Uh, all right. So uh, here's the point. They're in a position they put themselves in. They made a bunch of sacrifices. They had great self-control. And now they're just at that point where they're just like, oh, this is so great. I, I don't want to follow through with what we prepared for. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm just going to tell you to relax. You, you set yourself up for this moment. Once you, you know, the person stops working, you're fine. And you can work that plan for five years, six years until the child goes on to school and then you can jump back. I, I think sometimes you're going to be on a treadmill. We've talked about this on the show before. Sometimes you're going to be on a treadmill financially. You know, you, you put yourself in a position to be on the treadmill. In this situation, they've spent years, five and a half years, working hard to, to, to put themselves in this position. Now it's just time to take a deep breath and let life take over. Sometimes, Nicole, people give us uh, garbage around here because they say, oh, we're, we just want people to be cheap and not live their life. That's not true at no, all. No, that's, that's so far from it. We want people to live a wonderful life and experience great things. 
However, however, we want to do it responsibly. And this, this is a perfect example of like, okay, the responsible part is done. Now have some fun. Yeah. But it's terrifying. They're right. It is terrifying. I will say a couple additional things. <clears throat> the whole, well, additionally, we will likely outgrow our two-bedroom house in the next couple of years as well. This is what happens. You have a kid. You get a new house. You need a new car. And it all happens at once. Nicole, why do things in our life, these big moments, they happen in twos or threes? Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think about your life in the last 12 months. You've got, you moved to a new place and you've got a new car. I, yeah, right? I moved in. I got a new job. I moved into a new place. Got a new car. Right. Right. And accuse your boss of tickling you on the air, live on the air. I did. Wow. What a year it's been. That fourth one is really uncomfortable. Blessed and highly favored, some would say. I, I remember in 2007, I, we got a new car. We moved to a new house. I think we get a new job. I don't know. I may have gotten a new job. I don't know. I've always had the same job. It's just been me. That's my job. It you. Why does that happen? Why do we do these things where we, we just do everything at once? Right. And then I then you step back and you're like, I didn't enjoy any of this because I was way too focused on trying to just take care of everything. Now, I'm not totally worried about these people's financial stability. I think I think that's clear. What I am concerned about most people in this situation that have all these things happen at once. That's how you get behind the financial aid ball. And that's how you become the people two segments ago that have 158,000 consumer debt. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it all catches up to you so quickly and then you're just standing around looking at it all like, what do I do now? What do I do now? And that's why people can't figure out a financial focus. Right? Did that, you just tie this together? Uh, what, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> wow, something worked around here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we, are, we have talked about live streaming the, the uh, radio show. I think that'd be interesting. So it's no secret, we, uh, we uh, record this during the week, right? I'm not sitting in the WIBC studios at 4 p.m. on Sundays. I'm just not. I'm usually fishing. Yeah. You see that fish I caught last week? Yeah, you did. <clears throat> we uh, booked our summer vacation. We had like a rental house 50 feet from a big pond <sighs> because Mrs. Planner loves me with her soul. What a lovely lady she is. She is. I can't believe. I mean, that was for me. That was let's, for you. Let's do this. Take a break so I can breathe because I'm just I'm sick and things. Oh. We'll come back. We'll do Biggest Waste of Money of the Week. A couple news segments and we'll get out of here. Bye. Does that sound fair? Yeah, I'm good with All that. All right. So the this is the I'm sweating because I'm sick edition. You're welcome for the visual. I'm Pete the Planner. Every day living through the peace of my soul, I remain whole even in the middle of the pain. Even though my life has the rain, I still remain sane, writing and creating for my life. And my pen is my sword given by the Lord, and I use it to fight the tides of restriction. Sometimes I'm conflicted by myself looking at the trees too much and can't see the forest. Enemies shall inherit the earth, and I want to inherit something, something other than the high blood pressure and diabetes. So work is what I gotta do. Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. This lays great errors to rest. Let me remain calm until it all calms down. Enjoying everything that's around. Let the sounds play on until Back on the... He sounds like a sick person edition of the Pete the Planner show. 
Nicole, thank God for your voice. <laughs> what an awkward episode. This is such a... So weird. It's such a great representation of just where we're at after three days what in the office. What a grind. Okay, so here's what we got going. Taking emails and things. If you want to be, uh, have a question answered, ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. We answer questions. Is that what we say? What it? Questions. Okay, random <laughs> updates here. Let's do biggest waste of money, okay? Okay. Uh, let's see if I can read still. <clears throat> Let me get that cough button order. Okay. The Kalamazoo K750GS Gaucho Grill is this week's biggest waste of money of the week. Drawing inspiration from traditional Argentinian wood-fired grilling, Kalamazoo's Gaucho Grill <laughs> combines time-tested methods with modern conveniences. Each grill features a gas starter, a spit with rotisserie motor, and a 30-inch spoked wheel that raises and lowers the meat, giving mm. you control over the intensity of the heat. Oh. The 42-inch unit is hand-built to order in Michigan uh, <laughs> using heavy-gauge stainless steel and used uh, and is sure to remind you we've been cooking meat over wood for centuries. Oh. Okay, so... <clears throat> Have you ever had Santa Maria style barbecue? No, I have not. I don't even know what that is. So in California, like yeah. Central Coastish, um, they they grill like steaks and and, and tri tip and things over open flames, like over like usually oak. Okay, so they oh. like, burn oak and they've got this wheel, like this Argentinian gaucho wheel mm -hmm. with these metal grates, and they just raise and lower the grill in relation to the <gasps> oh, wood. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know you're talking about. And it's. It's ridiculous. I was like say, it's, it's cool. so good. It sounds so good. You ever seen the movie Sideways? No. It's a wine movie. Paul Giamatti. Uh, I don't know. No. He was probably made in the year. Okay, let's. <laughs> While well, right. we're at right. it, so let's see when it was made, so we can all embarrass ourselves. Two thousand and four. Oh, yeah, you were around. <clears throat> I was around. I was. Anyway, 10. they go to a restaurant called the Hitching Post. There, that's where like the a big part of the movie, and that's a real place. It's in Buellton. California, Hitching Post 2, and they do Santa Maria style wood grilling. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Delicious. Tasty. Okay, anyway. Oh, why is this the biggest way? How much do you think that thing costs? I'm going to go. It's a grill. I mean, just a backyard grill. 10 grand. $26,095. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine when they're setting the final price on this? Let's, let's reenact the meeting here. <laughs> I want you to recommend... To me, Nicole, please, you're playing the role of the person that says it should be $26,000. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Wait, but why do I think I should, I think it should be $26,000? No, you, no, you tell me, no, you just say, hey, look, we need a price for this. I say we go with 26000 That's your line. You go. Okay. Hey, we need a price for this. I say 26000 You know, I like the way you're thinking, but I think we should go $26,095. Roasted. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it, that was what happened. How does it, how does that happen? Right? Like why? I have so many questions. We're going to hand make a grill, a gaucho grill, and it's $26,095. At what point do you just like, you know what? Round up. It's an extra five. Who cares? Call it the gaucho supreme and it's 26,100. Because they put the word supreme in there. Oh, they didn't. I put it in there. Oh, you did. Ah, it fits. Sweet. It does. You're right. Uh, let's do a cryptocurrency update. Been a minute. So, Nicole, I bought uh, the Bitcoin live on air. You did. <coughs> when was that? November? Mm, December. 
December. Beginning first week of December. I don't know why. A I month know that. ended in R. You know that's when you're supposed to eat shellfish, is mu- or like mollusks and things. Mollusks are uh, months with R's in them, and that's it. The more you know. Did you know that? No. So it's because it's when it's cooler water. Yeah. All right. So you got uh, you got the September, uh-huh. October, yes. November, er, December, er, er. January, <laughs> February, <laughs> March. <laughs> April and that's it and then you're like no more shellfish right no more shellfish um tw- uh, so uh, I am just above what I put money in at okay at this point mm-hmm. Bitcoin crashed this week how <coughs> about the cough button and um, because the SEC Securities Exchange Commission is going to try to regulate cryptocurrency oh. uh, exchanges that's bad for crypto. Yeah, that's really bad. It, it's good for investors because then people won't get as whatevered. Whatevered. They won't get as uh, skewered. I feel like we have a lot of cooking terms, right? Shellfish and grill, gaucho grilling. You're right. So anyway, uh, I think I was in at 2500 bucks. It's gone up to 5000 It went down to 1700 a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> was up to 3000 last week and now at 2600 Bottom line, don't do what I did. Don't. <laughs> But you know what? I have to admit, I called this is exactly what was going to happen. If you listen back, but don't listen back. You got better things to do. What was the last thing we talked? Oh, housing prices. Here's my prediction. I'm not in the prediction game. I think the housing market's going to get crushed in the face in about the next 18 months. And it's not because the interest rates are rising because the Fed's increasing the interest rates over the next uh, year or so, which they are, <coughs> because that doesn't really directly affect, like me, affect mortgage rates. No. The reason the Fed is raising rates is because of fears of inflation, because we're near full employment. The tax cut is, is stoking some different issues. So this is to suggest we're trying to avoid inflation. That's why interest rates are going up. Inflation is not easily like headed off. Like it, 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 it happens. It's hard to control. The Fed, for the most part, has been able to do it. However, inflation is terrible for mortgage prices or mortgage rates which is then in turn bad for housing prices. I think inflation is going to continue to rise, and I don't think the Fed's going to be able to get ahead of it because of full employment. And I think interest rates, mortgage rates specifically, are going to rise over the next 18 months, and I think it's going to pinch the housing market just when the economy starts to slow down. And and not to get into politics, because I don't like to. But I think also if we go through these tariffs and all of this, I mean, that's going to slow the economy down faster than anything. Uh, although I will say... Which, which is fair to say, the steel industry uh, in the United States will, will have a great heyday again if these steel tariffs go through. However, that is a relatively small industry compared to the rest of the economy who will suffer because of the tariffs. And the, the, not political comments, uh, just economic comments. How's Statements. That? I guess so. Right? I mean, yeah. Whenever you say however, I hear you say however. However. In my head. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. So let's just stop the okay. show. All right, Nicole, thank you for your efforts this week and oh, reading and things. And thank you. Thank you to my voice for forsaking me yet again. All right, everybody. I'll be in California next week. And, Nicole, I think we're trying to tape a show on the road, right? I think we are. I think that's the plan. We'll see what happens. All right, everybody. Be good. Uh, send you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner, and this is my show.
If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money like then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, in beats I burn, this I adjourn, in beats I burn, Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? 